What's up, Sass Back? Welcome back to the podcast. I got Stefan back on the line to discuss our our picks we made, man. We're like really solid picks. Uh, we got some other stuff we want to talk about. You want to start off with the picks that we made from last week, or you got anything on your chest you want to get off? Uh, nothing pressing. Okay, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about our picks. First of all, let me let me do. Uh, I'm gonna bring up the NFL scores so I know exactly if we covered some of our our bets that we made. Um. Okay, here we go. Wild card weekend. Wild the. The big wild card weekend. That was, they added an extra team, didn't they? Is that what it was? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. And the Monday night football thing was new. So. Yeah. So let's see here. So our first game that we bet picked was the Bengals versus the Raiders, and we picked the Bengals, and I think it was like minus four points or something like that. Uh, yeah, and I think it even got up to six I th- or something. Uh, I think the line got up to like six and a half or something, even. So, yeah, we actually both in this game we both picked the Bengals, so we both covered. Yep. Now, the next bet on the the docket, we had the Bills and the Patriots, and I think it was four points of minus four points. The Bills were favored at home by four points. And I was like, I was, man, I, I tell you what, I was like pretty, uh, I, all, all these picks on whoever was minus points, I was like always trying to convince you on the other side. Or for some reason, I just noticed that I was always trying to do that to you. But you were set on the Bills. Uh, you covered, obviously, the Bills beat the shit out of them. And uh, I went with the Pats. I lost that one. So that's a one, you're up one on that one for me. All right. Yeah, it was it was the weekend of home, home field advantage for sure. So in th- this next pick, I actually one hundred percent talked you out of this one, and made you because I was really harping on how many points it was. But it was the Eagles versus the Buccaneers, and you started off with a Bucks, and I was like, "Are you sure you did?" Oh man, oh, I don't know. It's like eight points, but so uh, and you ended up switching to the Eagles, and so did <laughs> you went with I, and we both ended up losing that one. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to parlay all my picks, and so the, so for the first day, I was like, "Oh, I got this," and then the Eagle game happened, and it was not even as close as that score no, was. No, it, it was, was it was, it was a throttling one sided beating. Yeah, it was a one side. It was like thirty one to zero, like at halftime, and then they just let off the gas. Well, and the Eagles just yeah, God, their offense just looked anemic. And this one, you were set on. You did. You actually went. Uh, the Niners money lines in this one, and I I took the Niners uh, in the points. We both won this one. That was the 49ers. Actually beat, like, more than covering, they beat the, the Cowboys in this game, shockingly. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I put my money where my mouth was and then also parlayed that with the Hunters. So it, it covered uh, my other missteps on the weekend. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this NFC wildcard game, you were uh, set, actually, on the Chiefs. And it's another one. I was like, that's a lot of points. I kept saying it over and over. And he ended up switching to the Steelers. <laughs> and guess yeah, what? We both yeah. lost that one. Really screwed. <laughs> I, and I, kept, I, I tried to also put my money where my mouth was on that one. It didn't work out as well. Didn't work well, they out started well. out. If the game ended at the first quarter, it would have been a good bet. Yeah. And I didn't remember who I picked for Monday, but I picked right real life so hopefully i've also picked the rams we actually both went with the rams in in the the wild card game the so we both won that one the rams versus the cardinals so there you go you ended up one game up on me on that one so uh, overall not a great not a great uh 
<laughs> Actually, it, we yeah, did okay. It was, it was enough for me to win a little bit of money on Monday night, basically, by taking the little bit I, I'd won over yeah. the course of... But I, I basically took all the picks that I made uh, when we were talking and, and went with them. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how that... We'll, you know, it worked out okay. This week I made my picks already, so... <laughs> Okay, let me uh, actually see here. All right. Uh, let's make some... Before we jump into the other topics, let's just get this out of the way and we'll, we'll make some picks, okay, for this week's playoff games. Does that sound good? Might as well. And then we got some things to talk about. we got some important things to talk about. All right. <laughs> right off the top here, I'm actually going to write this down so I don't have to freaking listen to our podcast over again and again. The Cincinnati Bengals are plus three and a half points on the road against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Henry's been practicing. I don't know if he did like a a really full, full, full practice, but they said he's looking good. I don't know if they're playing coy or not, but it's his first game back in a long time. Also, something to consider maybe his cardio level. Will that take part or will it not? But anyways, Tennessee Titans minus three and a half points at home. What do you got? Yeah, I, I like the Bengals in this one. I, I think they'll keep it close and might even win it. But, uh, you know, I, it wouldn't, like, if Henry comes back and he's playing the way he was playing when he got hurt, then, you know, I don't know if there'll be a lot they can do to stop him. If they get up and then they can control the ball. But I, yeah. I'm still going to stick with the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals plus three and a half points in this game, too. San Francisco 49ers on the road. Green Bay Packers. Green Bay had the bye game, right? Did they have the bye yeah. game? Yeah. Uh, damn, so did the Titans. I'm having a brain for it. Anyways, San Francisco on the road. Big victory over the Cowboys. Huge upset. Not that huge if you consider the points, but it was an upset nonetheless. Um, they're, they are plus five and a half points on the road. Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers has the, what, NFL MVP? Or have they voted on that yet? Uh, they have. I don't think MVP has been awarded yet. Anyways, I guess he's the front runner, right? Definitely him and Brady. Yeah. So who do you got in this one? The Niners plus five and a half points on the road. Packers. I mean, obviously I'm a homer and I, and uh, yeah, I even took him at plus six. So ah, yeah, look I, at I'm, you. I'm, I'm going to take him at plus five and a half on that. I think they could even win that game because they've been owning green Bay these last few years. Uh, I know this year they lost to him, but that wasn't, you know, a healthy team that the, that the Niners fielded that day. And also green Bay still hasn't shown they can stop the run. And if the Niners get running and Debo Samuel be the X factor, I, I think it's possible. So I think they definitely keep it close. All right. You talked me into picking the Niners cause I was going to go to the Packers. So just noted Stefan swayed me this time. So <laughs> I'm going to go with you and pick the Niners in this game. Plus five and a half points. By the way, is Joey and, uh, Warner healthy. Uh, yeah, from what I last I heard, they're both on track to play this week. Okay, good. And Garoppolo's, you know, that's huge. He's got a torn ligament, so he's. I don't think he's going to get better, better. But uh, he seemed like he was doing fine. Oh, Jimmy, it was more of that bad decision than bad throwing. Oh my god! All right, well, we're going to touch on that a little bit. Uh, Los Angeles Rams are plus three points on the road against the Bucks. They're going across the country to play this game. Yeah, I I like the Bucks. The way the way the Bucks can shut down the run and make teams one dimensional, and then 
I don't know. They're clicking right now, even with the injuries they had. And, and the Rams just haven't been imposing this year. They don't scare me much. I'm going to take the Bucks too. I'm going to take the defending Super Bowl champion in this one. Uh, pretty much with the same team, minus the, the one of the best receivers ever to step on the field. But we'll see about that, you know, just, you know. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> A little tongue-in-cheek there. I see you caught that one. All right, Buffalo Bills plus two points. On the road, Kansas City Chiefs, two points, huh? Wow. Yeah. Not getting, Kansas is not getting a lot of uh, love there. Respect, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of that's watching how Buffalo just, you know, went out and, and just destroyed them last week. So I this one I struggle with because the Chiefs, as always, can just go nuts on a team and win by 30 points. But I think the way the Chiefs have been playing – They've been playing pretty hot, but they've they've shown some weaknesses this year. So, God, I don't, I think I'm going to go with Buffalo, but I it, that one I think is the toughest one. I think you flip a coin and maybe even go with Kansas City. So this is going to be the coins. game. This is going to be the game where I even up the playoffs. And I, here I'm going to go with Casey. Either either even it up or I fall back another game. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to go with Casey. You're going to go with Buffalo. Yeah, that's a good pick on your part because just in terms of that. <laughs> so let's go back to the 49ers-Cowboys game, and let's go ahead and recap that game real quick, all right? Um, how did you think they played? Obviously they won. I think good. I mean, you know, Jimmy had the one turnover that he does every game where it's that inexplicably bad interception. Um which made the game a little bit closer than it probably would have been otherwise. But, you know, overall, they played good on every level. Their special teams are suspect, but luckily it's it, – I mean, even that came through. Hell, Gold hit a longer kick than he's hit in, what, three or four years or something. So I think overall they're peaking at the right time. They're healthier than they've been all season, and their guys are all clicking. Ayuk's playing better. You know, like I said, Gold just had a, a long ask for an old man kick. So, you know. <laughs> I think, uh, obviously, they're playing Kyle Shanahan football right here. Dink and dunk. Jimmy G doing his, doing what he's been uh, told to be done. You know what I mean? And Elijah and Debo running all over the place in the defense. Pretty much uh, dominating the Cowboys, I would say, right? For most of the game. Yeah. Well, and I think the big formula to that is the ball control offense of having those long sustained drives so the defense can come out 100% and go balls out for, you know, three to six plays and then be back on the bench for another eight minutes or yeah. whatever. And and that's clearly been the formula for their success, and especially if they don't turn the ball over and they march down the field, they're hard to stop for any team. So Jimmy Garoppolo, 16 completions, 25 attempts. 172 yards, no touchdowns at a pick. Does he need to play better to beat the Packers? Uh, Or does he need to play just like that? I think he can play like that minus the turnover. Um, You know, like, he he makes good decisions. He's got a quick release. He's running the offense the way it's supposed to be run. I'd say his biggest detriment is just every once in a while, he, I don't know what he's thinking. He misses a guy or doesn't see him and throws it right to him. Or You, you, start, you think he starts to crack under the pressure a little bit? Uh, I, I, it seems to me more that he, when he, the problem with him is he tends to throw a little bit high with a lot of zip as it is. 
so when he misses, he tends to miss high, which which you know leads to a lot of those like type of volleyball interceptions where it bounces off a guy, or like he zings it past him and then the guy behind him intercepts it. So it's it, that happens a lot, and then when he's off target, and then every once in a while he just makes a bad decision. I think it's more thrown into coverage than it is like mechanics or or anything like that. But but he definitely plays worse when he's injured for sure. Which is always too. <laughs> I know, unfortunately, <laughs> always hurt. Um, you know, he'd actually played fifteen games this season, so I mean, there you go. That's not terrible. Nah. I mean, it's more <laughs> the second most games he's played in his career, like consecutively. I mean, being 2019 when he played all 16 games and had a great year, but there well, you go and his, his records, you know, he's got a winning record. So let me ask you this: So, um, than, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that's more than any other Niners starter can save in the last decade. So, so by the way, Dak Prescott got fined twenty five thousand for comments directed at refs following them. <laughs> Wild card game, so obviously very salty, uh, and on his part. But it, it, when you know Prescott said it, he called it sad, and he believed the only players were being targeted for falling short. And look, Dak, you just didn't play great the game. How are you going to blame a ref on one play when you just played like shit the whole game? Yeah, he wasn't good under pressure, and they were pressuring him a lot. Yeah, and I th- and he had an opportunity to walk back those comments. And he didn't do it. Like, he could have, it was kind of funny. You know, he could have played it off like, oh, I, yeah, I was just kidding or whatever. They would have let him go, but he decided to double down on it. And that's what got him in trouble, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's jump on to some things you want to talk about. Uh, you want to start off with, uh, well, after the picks, obviously, with Antonio Brown. And he's stating that nothing's wrong with his mental health. Do you think him saying that is a is a sign that they have something wrong with his mental health? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I absolutely think uh, too much too many times in this country, yeah, we conflate mental health issues and illness with, with being an asshole bad behavior. Yeah, yeah, you can be a totally sane asshole. Yeah, you can you can throw shit out of your balcony and rip your jersey off and have a temper tantrum and not be mentally ill at all. Um, you know, and, and it, it sucks because it kind of makes it... I give it an excuse, right? Worse. Yeah. Well, it just makes it worse for people when they that actually have mental illnesses and the stigma that comes along with that when they see someone like that and they're like, oh, that's a mental health issue. It's like, well, no, it's not. That's some asshole that's having a temper tantrum. So, you know? and, and I'm yeah. glad that he stepped up and said that. <laughs> and here's <laughs> and here's the thing with that that shows that I don't think Antonio Brown has mental health problems is that he's been an asshole his whole career since he's been a kid, and that's just his personality. Like, and, and I know uh, you know calling him an a hole or whatever is is you know not appropriate. But if you're going to compare him to something else, look, there's a reason why he ended up playing on the Central Mich- Michigan Chippewas. When he freaking grew up in Miami, Florida, you're talking about Miami like didn't want him. Florida State didn't want him. UCF, FIU, UCF, UCF <laughs> freaking every yeah. single major like X Y Z did not want him, and he's an absolute beast of a talent, like beast. Period. I don't care like if you hate him or love him, but it's like 
he's just a natural born like gifted I guess football well, players way to say, you know. Look how quick he was out of the Raiders. Another, you know, I mean, yeah. that that was historic. So yeah, I, I but I, I've never seen this. Like that wasn't a mental health thing. He had a temper tantrum and acted like a baby. Yeah, you know, that's right. there's nothing wrong. I mean, there's nothing wrong with calling it what it is. He's just like everything leading up to it was. He seemed totally sane to me, like in all of his actions. Uh, you know yeah, when they're well, explaining, that wasn't like an you know, insane reaction. It was just like it was unprofessional. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, I, I get it. If if you're that frustrated at your job, like yeah, you don't normally throw down your computer and quit. But you know, every once in a while, someone does, and that was Antonio Brown's throw down his computer and quit moment. Yeah, that's what. And I didn't just. It just wasn't that moment. It was a whole thing leading up to where he pretty much dialed it in. You know, he he just kind of disappeared on the team, and he was showing text messages, which were showing like everything he was doing. You're like, hey, dude, they were trying to find out where you were. You weren't responding to anything. It was like he's like, hey, can you call me up? And he's just like, what? And he just shows up to work one day, like because he feels like it, because he's Antonio Brown, and he can, because that's how damn talented he is, you know. Anyways. Well, and he would have been gone. Let's be honest. He would have been gone before that if they hadn't had all the injuries to the receivers and then needed them for that game or two. So. Yeah. I would. Okay. Let's uh, move on from Antonio. Best of luck to you, Antonio. Maybe get a job somewhere. Uh, maybe not. But, okay. Debo, self proclamation that he's a wide back. What do you think about that? I think that's pretty apropos. I mean, <laughs> what he's been doing, what he's done this year is historic. I mean, 1,770 yards of offense. What is it, like 12 touchdowns? Yeah. I mean, in the, the rushing alone, he, I think he's averaged, I think it was like 16 and a half yards of carry on his, touch, on his uh, eight touchdowns this year. On his rushing touchdowns. We've, we've seen athletes like Debo Samuel enter the league before. But, you know, and one of them, one of the, I'm going to say one of them who didn't like live up to his potential because I don't think he was used right was like somebody like Reggie Bush. Uh, yep, I think I this is how, person. yeah, this is how you use a talent like this is you can't fit him in the box. He's like his own thing. So let him be a freaking receiver or a wide, a wide back as he called himself because that's what he is. Yeah, well, and he led the league in 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 yards per catch and was I think fourth in yards per carry. Yeah, that that just shows that when he's got the ball in his hand, he's one of the most dangerous men in the league. I mean, he he can what he lacks in maybe not being quite as fast as some people. He will run over enough people that it doesn't matter, and he's still plenty fast. Yeah. That's why I hated like how I remember watching, you know, jumping, putting it back, you know, going back to Reggie as I hated how like they had Reggie freaking running out of the eye formation when he was in New Orleans. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah. Like he well, didn't they, even do that like at USC, did he? Or he had his, well, he had freaking well, the fullback was a beast. And, but. and USC could do anything. I mean, him and Col- he's one of the most dominating college players I've ever seen in my life. And I... I, you wanted to see the, some of that explosiveness in the NFL, and I think like if he'd been in this era where people offensive coordinators are a little bit less rigid and willing to like use a guy and utilize their talents, like you said, he should have he should have had some more opportunities in space. Why put him between the tackles? That guy was electric, you know. The I think the one of the one of the years where they really tapped into it. Actually, I think. 
was uh, uh, Detroit when he was 28. He had 1,006 yards rushing and 54 54 catches for 506 yards. So right at the end of his his career, they finally realized, like, oh, well, maybe we should do this with him. Actually, yeah, it was exactly. Miami going into Detroit. Miami's really the one that like kind of changed up their his their approach to it because he ran a thousand yards that year too, but he had fifty two catches. It's like he's a weapon, like just like Debo is. And oh yeah. Well, so that's what I'm. I'm just trying Debo. to say, like that like, Coach Shanahan's using him right. Oh yeah. Well, and Debo's even better. I mean, he can run between the tackles. Debo uh, has more power. Him. Yeah, I mean yeah. he he can. Debo Samuel can really, and as he shoot, showed with the. Uh, that uh, touchdown pass, he can literally do it all. I have never seen, I don't know, in all my years of watching 49er games, I've got favorite players, but I think he's my favorite to ever watch, even beyond George Kittle. I mean, the the, the stuff he does, I've never seen a football player do. He's explosive. Yeah. And, and like, powerful. and slippery too at the same time. Like if he wants to be, you know what I mean? But he he wants to he's kill like you. In a video game, if you jack up all your stats, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you make yeah. like ninety nine juke and ninety nine stiff arm. Yeah. Hey, yeah. um, you said Madden has him as an idiot, and that's proof right there. What Madden like? They don't know where to stick him. You know what I mean? Well, that just shows that Madden's garbage. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, their ratings are trash. That that's eighty eight now because they started the season with them at eighty one. And now have been in '88. It's like that's basically them not wanting to admit how wrong they were on their ratings. Because if they changed him to what he deserves, has got to be like a '95 or '97. Yeah. I mean, come on, you can't say that he he was one of the best receivers with just his receiving stats, and then you add his rushing stats. Yeah. It's like that's. That just goes to show that those guys, they just don't care about their craft. I just hope he stays healthy. We get a couple more good years out of him before he starts to break down. I hope the offseason they take care of him. everybody stays healthy. That's the biggest thing anymore. It seems like, you know, turnovers and not not getting injured seem to be the biggest things. Yeah. He had a beast of a year running or uh, receiving 1,400 yards. Like you said, 365 yards rushing, eight touchdowns rushing. That's impressive for a running for a wide receiver, dude. Quote unquote wide yeah. receiver, right? Yeah, I mean that would be a pretty decent running back here too, like as a platoon running back. Yeah. So <laughs> let's go on. Um, teams are teams are getting healthier. Yeah, you are you are correct. Teams are definitely getting healthier. I mean, on top yeah. of that, even Corona, you know what I mean? It's like the wave kind of is like rushed through every everything, including the NBA. Yeah, exactly. And, and then uh, I know Randall Cobb's coming back and like Derrick Henry's supposed to be back. I'm sure he'll be back with the amount of rest. There's no way he's not going to try it. And so like it seems like almost every team, any of the major injuries, uh, Bosa's supposed to be back and Warner. So... I think we were in for a real good weekend of football. I'm excited. Yeah. And I know I'm jumping ahead here, but that I have you on the phone. I want to get your take on who do you think the Niners should draft next year? Who should you think they should pick up draft or even free agency? Where is their hole at that you see? I mean, that's an obvious, well, stupid question, but I'm going to well, see what you I mean, obviously they need a corner, but the problem is, like, they're going to be drafting what I think they don't have a first or a second. I think third rounds their first draft pick. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. If, if it the stays round, the way they are. almost got to take whoever whoever they can take that, that like, can add to the – it's not going to be any – You're not, they're probably not going to get a starter in the third round. So it's probably just going to be, like, you know, depth and, and somebody that can contribute. So I don't know if you can even pick a position this early with that many guys going before you get to pick. Uh, let me ask you this. Um, what do they do with Jimmy after the year? I don't know if he if he takes him to the if, Super Bowl. I think they go and play his contract out another year. Let Trey Lance continue to learn. He hasn't shown anything that like would make you make that decision. I know the part of the fan base will riot, but who gives a shit? Uh, okay. And one more random thing. Actually, you're going to touch on a, a former California team. I'm not that much of a boomer anymore, but the the Raiders. Are trying are the NFL's trying to get former Raiders John Gruden's lawsuit kicked out of saying that it's baseless based on a uh, they said the NFL filed a motion asking Nevada court to dismiss former Raiders coach John Gruden's lawsuit against the lease uh, against the league saying it was um, the leaks were they did that it's baseless and should be dismissed for failure to state a single viable cause of action. I mean, who knows what the the what the whole thing behind that whole thing is? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I don't know the legalese enough to have like to know who's right in that situation. I mean, what John Gruden's like the bulk of his emails were totally unprofessional and everything else. But that seems like that's the culture of the league. And then it was selectively leaked. So I don't know. You know, hell if I know. It, it seems like they created a shit environment where that kind of behavior was tolerated and apparently even encouraged because just the volume of emails that he had. And it was selectively leaked just against him where I'm sure there's a ton of violators of that. So, And the NFL wants to get it dismissed just to get him swept under the rug and get everything out of there. And I don't imagine. think it's going anywhere. It's going to get ugly. Yeah, I'm sure it will. And and, and the stuff he said was terrible. But, oh, yeah, for but sure. It, but, but what I don't get is that's the kind of stuff in any other corporate environment, like one of those emails would have got shit canned right away. Yeah. So, I, I you know, to, to have like a trove of them starts to beg the question of, like, I guess that's fine because the league office had all those and they didn't care. Yeah, but now they care. So I, you know, it's kind of a weird deal to me. But once again, I don't know enough about it to have any lawyer esque thing to say. It's just some drama that we that we have some stuff to talk about. A little bit more content. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think we're good. I'm like I said. I think we're gonna have a good weekend of football. Really looking forward to the Niner game. I think they can actually uh, pull it out. Maybe even. Uh, Playing the NFC Championship in us. I like it. Let's go, Niners. Right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Take care.